Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys podcast where a couple of guys are watching. And just like that, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. And today we have a guest. We have a guest. It is not John Sieber. No. It is a friend a colleague, an actor, an artist, straight from HBO Max. That's right. Yeah, that's right. From HBO Max. It's just Ma- just Max now. Just from Max. <laughs> we have Aaron Long. Aaron Long, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. I feel very good. Good. <laughs> well, we uh, we wanted to have you on for a while. And then we basically have been pretty lazy about putting the podcast together the past few episodes. And we're like, you know what? Come on down. Come on down to 14th Street. Mm-hmm. Watching just like that with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Bradshaw Boys Den. Yes. Yeah. Come into the den. Yeah. But this is our like podcast. There's a lot of podcasts that just look like they happen in dens. Do you now. film every do you film every episode? We yeah, as of now we do. The past like few years we've been doing it. The do, first do I'd you say the use first the video. <laughs> we do, yeah. Oh, okay. It goes yeah. on the I Patreon and then it also socials. goes on uh, our YouTube channel sometimes. Yeah, there's a few people have, there's oh. a few people that watch it and are just like, Whoa, <laughs> whoa, the voices don't match their wretched <laughs> like voices of an angel yeah. or faces of then just how I, I feel when when I see terry gross or any anyone from the radio you're just like i don't mean wretched sorry terry i like terry but i mean like you're just like wretched uh i mean her last name is gross yeah it's true um would you say terry when it pops into your head the name is more of a lady's name or more more of like a fella's name i think i would always say ladies but then because of this podcast we've talked about the ultimate trifecta would be to have this podcast with the real life Carrie Bradshaw and also with Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah. We just have him on it. He's we just Terry like, Bradshaw. why am I here? Uh, yeah. I played for the Steelers, won some <laughs> Super Bowls and we're like, what's it like? What, what's it like being Terry Bradshaw? <laughs> have you guys seen my commercials? <laughs> it's like having a whole show made about your sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I do his impression, it just sounds like it just sounds like my George Bush impression. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, did you see my commercials <laughs> on on Max? Uh, Speaking of Max, speak, tell tell the audience, the listening audience, where where can they find you on Max? On what TV show? 
Well, I did a show called Gossip Girl. To catch Girl. a predator. To, no. Is that on Max? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Max. I gotta, I gotta get a subscription. Gossip Girl. I did. I did it. Yeah. We got a gossip boy on the, we on do. the podcast. You did Gossip Girl season two? Season one? Yes. Um, gossip Girl reboot season two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you were, um, and, uh, and that was, is it like in Hollywood, like in the old movies where you like, you walk past everyone from Sex and the City and then the Sopranos and all the other shows? Do you, did you do anything on the soundstage? Um, no, I didn't. I it was think all on location. All my scenes were on location. Yeah. But yeah, all those heavy hitters are in the, in like the, uh, silver cup the fitting offices. Oh, really? All, oh, I mean, not in person, I guess. I mean, maybe some of them, but they have, they just have the greatest hits list of everyone who's ever had a contract with HBO and all of like the, like pictures on the wall and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's a, cool diner <laughs> um, it's, and all the offices. It's, like, it's like a shitty pizza shop yeah, 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 yeah. did you know that one time Kristen davis walked in here um and wait what was your character's name tell us a little bit about your I, gossip I we've also inter- i've watched i didn't know this is an interview i thought yeah, i was just is, oh this sorry is, we will is, do you not want to talk about this no i'm happy i'm happy to talk about whatever i just well we just wanted because we have tons of people that love gossip girls so they're gonna oh, find this very <laughs> well exciting. let me just say i have never seen a single second of any of the og series which i know gets a lot of love um and yeah. i did th- three episodes of the reboot season two and that show did not get a lot of love <laughs> <laughs> well the, the reboot I think, I got a, I think i got a lot of love i don't know the, the reboot was got canceled Tavi Gavinson. Yep. Was she the gossip girl? I don't think so. Uh, oh, yeah. No, she was. She's, okay. a te- she's the teacher. I don't really know that world very much. Yeah, yeah Like, yeah, sure. I met probably, I don't even think I met all of the essential cast members. Like, well, I was very, I was kind of sidelined in like one little narrative, I think. Yeah. yeah. But didn't you get to wear an Armani suit? <sighs> I think I did. I think I tried on a bunch of Armani suits, and then I, I think the ones I I wore were just suit supply. Men's <laughs> <laughs> warehouse. No, that's not true. I did. Uh, wait, You're gonna maybe, love the way you look on this streaming service. Yeah, What's yeah. That? I don't. Know. I guarantee it. Casual I guarantee it. Um, no, I think. I think I. I don't know. One of my jackets that got the least screen time, I think, was the most bedazzled and fancy. It might have been Armani, but I don't. I don't really. I don't really know. Was that in the scene at the party where you said, don't drink that champagne, it comes out of a case? Uh, it wasn't, no. Okay. I, um, I think that was Suit Supply. I think that, that was, was Suit Supply. Supply. Have you guys been to a Suit that Supply Navy. store? Yeah. No, I just saw, they I have own a, a big I own, store. I own a suit from Suit Supply I like that I bought suits. at that store. They are good. They're, they're good suits. Like they're, I would say they are like the, a step above Men's Warehouse. Yeah. It's like a place to a, go to get a suit. Would you say they're a sub above? A what? A sub above. A sub above. It's one of the. Uh, is it Jersey Mike's? A sub above. A sub above. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, I, it's one of them. I don't know. I don't a know. Sub above. That's hilarious. I just. I, I just. Like, I just started watching TV again because it. Uh, it's fall, and I re- don't watch a lot of TV, and I always remember that like I can watch things that aren't shows, like yeah, yeah. sports. Oh, yeah. And watch, I feel like I'm just watching commercials. commercials now. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a sub above. Well, um, we'll, we'll at the commercial break, we'll find out what that was.
the probably Claire, we'll fact check. I think that. it's Jersey. Uh, we'll see. I don't it know. could be. The reason I bring up Suit Supply is Suit Supply did this campaign years ago, where when you walk into a Suit Supply, that all the all the images from the campaign are on the wall, like blown up huge. But it's um, it's it's the douchiest looking thing because it's just it's just guys in suits <laughs> that are all kind of like five o'clock shadow with like sort of longish hair, kind of like Keanu look. Mm. And mm-hmm. there, it's like a guy standing in a fishbowl, and then outside of the fishbowl are just two giant, uh, bare-chested women who are mermaids. And it just like in the Sick. entire store, it's just tons of things of the guys in suits and just women who are naked around them. And nice. they did this wow. like big magazine campaign, and like that's the whole store now. Oh, just yeah. all those pictures, and then one Jaws poster, and then <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, well, we, great place by suit. We are here to watch another HBO reboot. Mm. Yeah, called the and one just that like that kept going somehow. The, the one that kept yeah. going. Wait, what season are? Did they finish the second season two? They we're did gonna finish watch the second. Yeah. We're going to watch an episode from season two. Okay, okay. Question for you. Yeah. Before, before we get into this. One, have you seen and just like that? And two, have you seen Sex and the City? Yes, um, I've seen all of Sex and the City and both films. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I think I just binged straight through it during the pandemic. Sex and the City. Yes. Oh, I nice. did all of it, and I kind of, I was shacking up with a brand new girlfriend right at the beginning of the pandemic, and we just kind of chugged through the whole thing in like maybe three two or three weeks and then and then i think i saw one of the movies with you kevin at um at the drive-in oh yeah oh that's right you guys went and saw but that was like 2021 maybe yeah we went to one i don't remember that the first one whichever one with jennifer hudson who that's an amazing performance first First movie yeah Yeah. jennifer hudson that was amazing performance in that film yeah (laughs) yeah she's terrific she's the best yeah um and i don't even mean that uh like satirically or anything i don't know she's great she is great so i think it's and then it's, I saw, it's it's such a character that they put in because of they they got hit with oh yeah so much diversity yeah. stuff i guess yeah. she's i, I guess she's kind of uncle tomming i mean is that what you would call it i don't I, know i i think i don't know if i would i don't know if i would say that. No, uh, i think it no, would, i think it would be more like token casting yeah token totally casting. Yeah. it's just i feel like and listen i have only seen the I think the first two episodes of the first season of of and just like that, I think I've only seen the first two. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I mean, it's just the most obvious like show hey. show by committee of all time. I mean, it's yeah, just yeah. like yeah, it just feels like the most like it doesn't trust your intellect whatsoever. Wait, this this new show? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, well, we're big fans here. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, it is definitely Listen, I don't have show by committee is actually a great way to put it. Yeah. It is a good way to put it because it is. It it's it, no matter what was happening with the sex in the city. Any good show, like once it's made, it's like a clear, concise vision, uh, and that doesn't have to come from one person. But those are the best shows that you're like, I'm want, and this definitely feels like that. It's like seven people making decisions about a show, <laughs> and two out of two out of the five of those shows are good. Yeah, three are bad, and then one goes back and forth. That's how I feel about Episodes? this show. Yeah. No, this show in general. The committee, 
the committee, oh, it's like oh, <laughs> some oh. of the committee is nailing it. Oh, and others I not. see, I see, I see. You know what I mean? It's like seven yeah, yeah. different shows and like depending on like the perfect sex in the city episode is like four different storylines weaving in together. Grand slam. Common theme. Yeah. yeah all yeah, hit yeah, the yeah. theme. Yeah. And then like, I mean, it did, we've talked about it before, but it is kind of like, it's like a Seinfeld episode or like a Herald, if you know, mm-hmm. Improv, where it's like, oh, it all sort of comes, comes together at the end where they do quick wrap up. It's like in Miranda's mm. story and like Miranda meets this guy and he really was one for the dogs. Yeah. And it cuts to like carry dog sitting or whatever. Like it all. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, kind of yeah. cheesy, Drake's but it actually wraps playing. up really well. Yeah. The transition leading lines are just yeah a beautiful thing yeah exactly yeah and it's like uh, you kind of appreciate it for that cheesiness too yeah it actually kind of works it, sex in the city sex in the city i i really d- dig it it's, yeah. can you, it's so will you fun do a, will you do a lightning quiz about sex in the city oh my god yes but it's just your but opinion I'm not no it's just your opinion oh, okay yeah. yeah it's not like guess like, okay 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 there'll be things that you can Wait, i always forget about. that like you guys have an audience <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't mean that insultingly i just like like, you agreed to do this being like, oh yeah, this is just going to be I'm gonna go Kevin's to computer. I'm going to go to my friend's house in, down the street and, <laughs> and uh, no, no, I, I just, it's uh, interesting. I'm going to get on the, <laughs> I'm going to get on your guys' subreddit and yeah. figure out the, really the real you. answers. Uh, you're going to be, trust me, you're, this will be the only episode that gets any views because people will be like, see your Instagram and be like, whoa, he's good looking. And then all of a sudden all the other uh, ones yeah. <laughs> just, go on there just and, and take a look at, take a look at Aaron. Um, no. Uh, okay. Wait. How about this? Ready? Face for face for face for TV. Voice for radio. Voice for voice for radio. <laughs> Thanks. We'll be right back. Okay. It's uh, the best of both worlds. Uh, okay. I'm, uh, who's your right. favorite girl? Samantha, Charlotte, Carrie, Miranda. Oh, I think probably Miranda or Samantha. Okay. Nice. Which one do you think you more blonde? Like? Probably Samantha is blonder than Samantha is blonder than Miranda. Miranda. Miranda's red. That's right. That's my opinion. Wait, who's the more? Mm-hmm. Which um, one are you more like? Which one am more? Am I more like? Um, oh my gosh, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I'm more like Carrie than them, which is fra- I don't know. Maybe that has sort of like kind of like central character syndrome, which is everyone thinks that they relate to the central character. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's probably why I find her the most frustrating character. Yeah, I think she's the she's the She's definitely the most frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, do you? Who do you think she should? Who do you think her her soulmate is? Oh man, definitely big. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It is big. Yeah. It, yeah. Even if he's not. Even if he did all that that stuff offset. Yeah. Offset. Like off. the Migos rapper. Offset. <laughs> offset. <laughs> if he did all that stuff. To even offset. if he did all that stuff. To offset. <laughs> that is so fucked up. Yeah. You will That's... never film in Atlanta again. <laughs> um, who? I don't um, know. I mean, Aiden's a nice fellow. Did um, you hear that Chris Noth sexually assaulted one of the members of Migos? <laughs> That's why Cardi B doesn't like Mr. Big. That's why she's teammating. <laughs> what? Um, what? Wait. Who's your favorite guy? Could be main character guy. Could just be one-off guy in Sex in the City. Um. Who's my favorite guy? Could be like Tweety Bird tattoo guy. Or... Um, do like that guy. Honestly, I like Bradley Cooper's episode, dude. Really good. Oh, yeah. Um, I like. I really. I think Steve is. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of a sucker for heart and soul, so I like Steve. But it's also yeah. why. Oh, you know what? I actually do have. Not. I don't have anything to say. What the hell am I talking about? But um, I think that like there is. There's a part of like 
any kind of weepy like artist adjacent career guy who can relate to how terrible of a boyfriend burger is yeah uh-huh. in the end if you're dating a girl and then they think that you like burger that's bad news <laughs> <laughs> like you can't you can't like i i think i think all all ladies will say that if you like burger that's bad i mean that's yeah. a red flag well probably. right when you started right and when i don't you started think i like this... burger i just think that like i love ron livingston yes oh, yeah I think, just well, awesome. yeah we had we had the thing that it's like so many people would say burger hate um and then once he was there we were like no love him from other stuff but yeah a lot of yeah, sex yeah, in the yeah. city fans don't know his other work that's was, true that's true i just love ron livingston and i think that burger's probably one of the worst guys for a carry yeah even though he i mean like if you had his storyline isolated like if it was if he had like a series mm-hmm. and carrie was a minor character in his story maybe he would be easier to identify with i guess yeah his plight his frustration but he's not supportive of her he can't muster yeah. up the cur courage and he just like darts away on his bike into the abyss so maybe it's safe to say that was one of your favorite storylines but you didn't uh, like the guy maybe maybe i i don't know maybe it just was like again i watched all of this in like a couple weeks and that is a cloud <laughs> i mean yeah, that yeah. time in my life right Wait, everyone's life i guess yeah, yeah but um i i don't know i can't i, I don't i think burger's bad news i just wanted to get that out there yeah. okay yeah. to everyone listening Whoa, i think no no no. and i i don't know i just like aiden i like aiden because i like i like john wood, corbin wood and working john. with my hands i guess i don't, uh, I don't uh, know i'm working with my hands what the hell am i yeah, talking yeah, yeah. i don't i yeah, do yeah. a little bit i like that aspect and i just think that like i just think that he's like a good person yeah to, to her i guess yeah I think he's probably um, he's a I and he's I, a, honestly I love Mr. Big. He's so good in the show. Yeah, yeah. Chris Noth is perfect. He's great. He's always yeah. He's hey. like he's like old school guy. Yeah, he is. He's old school guy. Um. All right. Well, let's catch you. Up I just both quick. sized both both sides. Every every fellow in the show. Yeah. <laughs> like I kind of like the four main guys over the six uh, yeah, season yeah. arc of the show. And I like certain things about each one, and I hate certain things about each hey, one. That's just good. That's because the show's so good. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so here's where we're at now. Uh, Big is dead. Yeah, Big, Big is, is dead. Big is dead. Big is dead. Katie or Carrie? Carrie's officially single because she Katie. just told the guy that she was hooking up with, like, see you next, see you next, uh, see you next Tuesday, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, funny, exactly. exactly. What is, and what an amazing acronym. Uh, it is. What's the acronym? See you next Tuesday. What's the acronym? Cunt. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, That's no, what knew. she if you said to her out, podcast if you, producer. If you spell it out, you'll, you'll realize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> S-E-E-U-N-T. Um, and then uh, that's pretty much the only storyline I'm totally wrapping my head around as like a, f- a, well, a and, through line. Miranda and Che are on the verge of a breakup. Yeah, they're, they're, they're gone for a little bit. Oh, they're, okay. Che, Miranda... Miranda's phone, this would have really been a really good one to watch with you because uh, you've been on a TV show, but Miranda's phone went off in the pilot taping of Che's thing and the everyone at the studio got really mad at her. And then... Uh, did Che get a... Did Che get a show, I guess? Che got a show. Che yeah, it, a was show called, it was called Che Pasa. It's called Che Pasa. Okay. Yeah. Because they're, because they're, they're Latino. So it's Che yeah. Pasa. Che- yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It took about nine people to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. That was committee. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, they're on the verge of breakup. 
And then I, I feel, oh, I guess the thing with Charlotte and Harry is that, I mean, for Charlotte and Harry, it's like that their kids are growing up. I yeah. feel like they're, but this is what we said. I don't know. We, we go right on the rabbit hole, but you could even, Charlotte and Harry could have their own. Little oh, I love Harry. Harry's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the best. The best. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the best. Yeah, that's kind of where we are. Yeah. And then there's these new characters. LTW is like a kind of a fashion and art mogul uh, and a documentary producer. And she has like new storyline every time, kind of. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of, yeah. And then this other character, Dr. Nia Wallace. Nia Wallace. Yep. She heard uh, her husband just on the outs. Yeah. She separated. Just is separated from her husband because he's touring musician and he, she's jealous. And so she's single mm. now and those yeah, yeah, yeah put her foot down about that yeah. yeah and then uh and then steve uh steve is like on a ventilator and like what? shitting nah. his pants all the time <laughs> why did they just absolutely tank that guy's storyline apparently i've heard in the press he, he gets back. some redemption in this season yeah. so maybe some of it will be on this episode. okay okay, yeah. okay but he hasn't been in this season oh yet. he cheated on he slept with someone else yeah, well in the in second se- movie in, in the first movie Oh, the first movie that's right yeah. yeah oh so they were just like yeah never forgiven for that one. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and he has a hearing aid i thought and, they like, i thought they depends i thought they made him do that to highlight how withdrawn miranda's character was yeah and she did. just gets all the wins after right so yeah. far yeah the committee did I not like steve whatever but <laughs> uh but that's what? where we're at so yeah. what we'll do we'll watch the episode and then we'll come back and then we'll just break it down Let's do it. Okay. This is the end of the interview portion. Of the okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now sorry, we should have warned you that. Now you just get to react. Okay, really, really, really we fun. just lured. We just lured our friend Aaron over Aaron with, some, with a bottle of wine. <laughs> we really, yeah. And then we were like, we're gonna blindside you. Threw <laughs> Mike in front of him, be like, this is just, it's not for anybody. And we were <laughs> like, haha, we have a million downloads now. You fucking loser. He was like, yeah, we have an audience. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Man. All right, let's go. Let's go. Season two, episode four, alive. Carrie's former Vogue boss asked her to be a contributor for her new online publication for retired women, but she feels like she's too young for that demographic. Charlotte helps Harry to strengthen his weakened pelvic floor muscles, which has affected his sexual performance. During family counseling, Brady wants Miranda and Steve to divorce so everyone can move on with their lives. Che is back in New York and is comfortable being intimate with both Lyle and Miranda, though Miranda is uneasy, and Charlotte receives a standing job offer from a prominent art gallery owner. And now, back to the boys. And we're... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. We're back. Alive. Oh, 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 oh. I'm still Vivant. Vivant. Yeah. Nice. Vivant. It's uh, French for alive. And I should have known that. Although I learned no French in the three months I lived there. So <laughs> we talked about taking French lessons together recently. Which bon. I totally will. Do you speak French? Bon. Do you speak French? No, I was recently told by a person that I think both of y'all know, but after, after we went to a concert, someone was like, she was asking me about speaking French. And then she asked me to say something. She was just like, your accent is incredibly forced. Remember that? We went to that wine bar. Oh, I didn't. 
she said just, that huh she a french person my friend it was after that? it was after the we saw fred armison Oh, and she was just like, "Yeah, everything sounds like very forced and pronounced." And I was like, "I don't know, I don't speak French." Well, she didn't say anything. What was Fred okay. Did the drumming? Did he go see yeah. the drum? Yeah, we went and saw him play. He did stand up. Yeah, okay. that's what happens in New York. You go see cool stuff. Okay, come uh, to New York, see some cool stuff. Anyway, Corey, can you do the breakdown of the episode? Let's do it. Um, let's do the breakdown. Uh, so vivant, vivant. Um. So a lot of things going on as we have talked about because we got a lot of characters, but um, we start with Carrie and Bobby Lee. Uh, they are at lunch and then or at brunch. Bobby Lee, great to see Bobby has Lee has diarrhea. He has diarrhea because he eats hollandaise. And while he's in before, the bathroom, he said before noon. He said hollandaise before noon. So I guess afternoon, no diarrhea. He doesn't have to jet off to the yeah exactly um, potty. But he's got morning diarrhea. It's it's the male version of morning sickness, morning diarrhea. Yeah. Uh, but then while he's in the potty, Candace Bergen, aka Enid Frick, aka the Sex and the City Universe version of Anna Wintour, the editor at Vogue, uh, shows up. She tells Carrie she's starting Vivant Mag. Uh, she left Condé Nast, got a lot of money, starting this new thing, and says since her and Carrie are the same age, she wants Carrie to come to this party. That kind of offends Carrie. This whole thing carries through where Carrie eventually goes to the Vivant Mag um, party, uh, which is full of a lot of other old women, including Bitsy Von Muffling. Um, and then Carrie eventually finds out that it wasn't that she was the same age and she and she didn't want Carrie to write for it. She wanted Carrie to give $100,000 to it because Carrie recently came into money because Big died. And then the whole episode ends with Carrie PayPaling her that money. Yes. That's that storyline. Um, then um, the Golden Blatts and... LT- Who are the Golden Blatts? Uh, Harry and Charlotte. That's oh, the oh, guy oh, that, oh, yeah. That's yeah. the guy that can't come. Right. <laughs> Harry and Charlotte have a whole thing where um, he's supposed to see on her tees. And um, he, he's shooting dust balls. And uh, so he has to... Harry has to do some therapy to try to see on her tees. And later he... It's a parody of Harry Potter. It's Harry Goldenblatt and the Invisible Seaman. <laughs> Book eight. Book eight. <laughs> um, and then lady, later he muggles all over himself. <laughs> um, so that's their storyline. Uh, LTW. You're a pervert, Harry. <laughs> um, and I like it because I'm gay. <laughs> Um, well, who's talking? That was Dumbledore. That was Dumbledore. Oh, <laughs> Dumbledore? oh yeah, yeah Dumbledore's gay, right? Dumbledore's gay, right? Yeah, oh, that's cool. So he likes that he 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 wants Harry to come. He on wants him. Harry to come on himself, <laughs> but it's he invisible. Does. This this clearly must be the the doing of, of Voldemort. <laughs> that's that's how he becomes invisible. That, your that's his away. invisible cloak. Yeah, he's just <laughs> going over himself. <laughs> All right, we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Um, all right, LTW, and I'm sorry, Chris Jackson. We so quick thing for Aaron. That yeah. actor's name is Chris Jackson. So instead of ever the calling husband, him the husband, the his, the husband who of, never clicks send on send on that email. Yeah, his yeah. real name is Chris Jackson. So we just refer to him as I'm sorry, Chris Jackson. <laughs> anyway, um, Love they. It. Also, their kids are also the whole thing with uh, Charlotte and Harry and LTW and Chris Jackson is their kids are away at sleepaway camp. So both couples are off romping around. Um, 
they end up having a um, a hijinks of they have an anniversary dinner while her mom, while uh, LTW's parents are in town. He forgets to click send on the um, the invitation, so nobody shows up except for like a few people. Classic blunder. Classic. When you spend blunder. thirty grand on a private dining room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and um, forgot and forget to press send. Yeah, they end up fighting. Who among us? hasn't made that i have for sure um they uh i was gonna do that for your upcoming birthday kevin and i totally forgot to hit send on the invite so no one's coming except for ltw's parents who fight one of her parents is billy williams yeah but then um talking so slowly so slowly but then uh (laughs) it reveals that um uh ltw's husband i'm sorry chris jackson is running for comptroller and they get in a fight with her mom about her being a career woman um and then um let's see and then miranda um miranda and che are back che's living with steve they're going to group therapy with uh the kid with brady steve is looking hot boxing in the house getting his anger out and then looking pretty swole very swole for the as they paint him to be a 90 year old man yeah um and then um Che's ex-husband Lyle is there. They almost have a threesome with Lyle, Che, Miranda, and um, Lyle in Che's new apartment in Hudson Yards. And then um, you get a you get a brand new apartment in Hudson Yards, and you fill it with IKEA shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so silly. Che will have to return yeah. all of it when her when when their show doesn't go. But um, but then they end up not having the threesome because uh, Miranda gets a Charlie horse, and then Che and Miranda end up on the couch together. And I guess the only other thing I didn't really bring up is that while Carrie is at the party with Candace Bergen um, and Gloria, Gloria Steinem speaks, Bitsy Von Muffling from the original series yeah. is there. Carrie, Bitsy, is get, yeah, Carrie is getting <laughs> yeah. Carrie uh, gets to see a, a dick pic of a giant old dick. From... It's a huge, it's a huge penis, and Bitsy sent it to her, which what? is illegal, right? Is it illegal to show someone else's penis? No, I I do that all the, every day. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, on the bus. Uh, I mean, it's 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 certainly frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, to show, but it brought other... a smile to. You know when you're Our supposed faces. to. You know when you're supposed to. Well, okay. So that right, finish, so, so also no of, Neo, no Nia Wallace. She's not in this yeah, episode yeah, yeah, at Nia, all. Yeah, Nia Wallace is not in this at all. Uh, Seema is in it just kind of as a side character with Carrie the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of the that we can get further into that, but a lot going on. But basically, Vivant is the name of the episode. Um, so this is ba- basically what so we do. We'll, do. We'll, we'll pick we'll pick a we'll pick a storyline and we'll just go into each storyline and kind of dissect like, in a little more detail. Okay. That's a little bit. I will say a lot going on in the episode. We're going to finish this bottle of wine, gentlemen. A hundred percent. We're going to finish the this bottle This is wine. sponsored unofficially by Zula Wine Shop in Park Slope. We That's got our right. wine there. It's a good natural wine and mm-hmm. I love it. And I've spent so much money there during the pandemic that I literally got like- You had to two- hang out. They made you hang out with Amy Poehler. Yeah. Yeah. Who is yeah, the owner of that wine store? Um, All right. Yeah, so where do you- who, Which- Let's Let's do it by- I mean, since the four women from the show, sorry, the three women from the show are involved in the storylines, let's pick which Let's start with the Golden Blatts. Cool. So the Golden Blatts. The Golden Blatts and the LTWs. The Golden uh, Blatt show. The Golden Blatt show this time, they send the kids off to camp. It's, and the, 
it's still the best. I I still think just because it it adheres to like TV formula formula in a in a good way. Yeah. There it's like one I have a lot of compliments for the storyline. Mm-hmm. But as a criticism of the other bits of the show, there is something interesting that it's like you know at a, you want to see characters progress mm-hmm. and one kind of bad thing about Carrie Bradshaw so far first season and this season is She's a writer, so she's doing writing. She's always trying to date, so she's always trying to date. And the character is in perpetual non-growth mode. Yeah. And it's interesting to be like, uh, these characters that we know and love, it's 25 years later, they have kids. They had a great sex life and they still do and they're trying to make it work. Like, they're the same people that have progressed over time. Yeah. Instead of like new people or the same people that are encountering the same exact problems in their life all the time. Yeah. So that's one of the strengths of the golden black show. I think one thing quickly about Carrie is I think in sex in the city, Carrie's progression was usually through love whatever. that show. Great show. Right? <laughs> Carrie's progression. Sex in the city. Oh, I think that Carrie's progression. Mm-hmm. I love that book. That's a, yeah, that's a very yeah. good book. Yeah, yeah. Um, sex in the city. Her progression was through the relationship she was in. Usually, yeah, it was like through a burger, through a. <laughs> it was always through a burger. Through right? a burger. One episode she threw a hot dog. She threw a hot dog. <laughs> Another episode she, she just threw, threw a ham sandwich. She threw a ham sandwich. There was a whole yeah. thing of like, is a hot dog a sandwich? But she and so never she... threw a fit. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah. But yeah, like now that Big is dead, I mean, then it was like Big versus Aiden. That was her huge thing. And now that Big is dead, I feel like no one really cared about her radio show in terms of audience. Yeah. It's like, it's whatever. It's Carrie. Just her writing was always, her writing career was always pretty consistent. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like there were, yeah, there was never like a huge thing where. It was like, no one's reading your column. It was always like she was the hottest thing to read in town. Well, so also, in it's so far in first season and second season, she wrote a book and had a podcast, and yet she's never writing on the show asking a question. Yeah, so which was the whole thing in the in the in Sex and the City. Yeah, so it's like she's like... I miss her. I miss her voiceover. Yeah, I know. Her, you, only her, get her narration. It, you only get it at the end of this, in Aww. the very last line. And, and that's one of those things that I think they want to update the show, but it's like, then... She's an off-screen writer that is just like, it's like no one wants to see someone doing PR for a book, yeah. which is what she's been doing now for a few, like you want to see someone in the creative process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they show her recording the audiobook <laughs> the and doing PR for the book. The, it's the like, only time you ever want to watch that is not even when you want to watch that. I think we see that's an Instagram reel where it's like, here's what I do with my day. This is what a writer does during their day. Yeah. I, then I went on a PR tour. Yeah. And then after that, I went and uh, read a book reading. And then I signed a bunch of books. And, and I got a dick pic from an old friend. And then I showed it to the lady's boyfriend. That'd actually be a great Instagram reel that if it just ended with yeah. a dick pic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful. So, a big, fat, beautiful penis. But Golden Blatts. So Golden Blatts. So basically. I love that they're show. In, they're the same characters that have grown but now that they've grown they're encountering new problems which is he can't he's trying to come on some tits who among us hasn't wanted to do that and he can't enjoy and it actually was a good f- a flip because she yeah, was because i i was like mad at the show yeah and i was like come on they're not they're not, not even showing come on her tits 
let me at least tune into Max to see a little bit of it's like mayonnaise and water of mayonnaise and water <laughs> that the prop person made yeah, all yeah, that yeah. on Kristen Davis. By the way, that is that's their buddy comedy show. It's mayonnaise like, and water. Mayonnaise and water. Mayonnaise it's and like water. Franklin and Dash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mayonnaise and water. And uh, and so I first I was just like. That's not a thing. Then I thought they were going with a fake orgasm. So you they switched on like, me and I was like, like, oh, Harry's not into me anymore. Like yeah. he's, he's watching porn or something like that. And he's then not third thing, he's got ghost, ghost come, which yeah. is he's orgasming, but it's stuck in his butthole. He's, he's orgasming. Just, and then the girl from the ring comes out of his penis. Dry yeah. busting. Yeah. yeah. He's dry busting. <laughs> he's dry busting, which is his, <laughs> his, his pen name. <laughs> All of his letters. Yeah, I'm dry busting. You might have heard of Mark Twain. I'm dry busting. <laughs> so he's dry busting. So she, his beloved wife is going to help nurse that cock back to life and get that come up of flying. Very, very picky thing. But I feel like they do this in this show and I don't understand why. So they go see the doctor who is talking about him dry busting. He's doing retrograde ejaculate, ejaculate, which is retrograde or it refractory. Goes, it goes in your semen goes into your bladder. Yeah. Which is a thing. Like I So then you pee out and you just I think diluted you, you just urine? Pee out diluted urine and jizz, I think. Yeah. Oh. But the weird thing cool. to me, that's what I was saying. <laughs> cool, bro. Um so I'm gonna get that urinal uh, pregnant. Sign me up. Um, but did you think it was weird when they had a whole thing where the doctor comes in and he goes, sorry, low blood sugar. And they make a whole deal about the doctor eating a power bar and then they never really talked about yeah, it. Yeah, that's such a that's such a character detail that that doctor will inevitably come back or maybe he was previously on, but it doesn't seem like he was. It won't they come, just made it, it, it they just back. made it like funny doctor. They couldn't just have like an Asian actor being a doctor. They had to be like, and he's a goofy one. I did, I know. It was a weird thing where it was like he was like, I'm sorry, low blood sugar. Sorry for And then he the talked with his bar. mouthful during the whole prognosis. Which I thought that was gonna be a part of the thing where they talked later. They were like, Our doctor is always eating. But it also, was just <laughs> once you see the scene. episode, the episode length like creep up to 50 minutes, you're like, All right, you could save five seconds on the power bar side story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just <laughs> have him be an old grumpy doctor or have him be like a smart young doctor just like hi i'm dr chow um it's, it's called more... refractory thing it's like dr chow what do you mean it's well it's actually a real thing it's this this and this and then you could just be like i have it too i have it too I, so just, I, just, I, just, I just came and my pants aren't even wet they don't it's so weird that they didn't want to like draw any scene detail or like humor from the actual characters they just had to like throw they had to like sprinkle in a little like day player to have that funny moment in yeah that scene. yeah i don't totally. know it's so weird yeah there's there's that occasionally that maybe it's just like the 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 wonder and the magic of like the one show but one thing we talked about last week is he's like the he's the showrunner and creator of the comeback which is one of the best shows of all time so there's just certain details about the show that it's it's almost you're just like it doesn't feel as real and as truthful and even all these like small ways that are what like a great director like may like there's sort of just like weird things like that that it, that to me I don't know if most people see him we see him stand out that it's like this just comes off as like just off and not mm -hmm. expert in ways that 
that sometimes it's it it becomes a bummer because when you watch like an episode like Curb, and this actually reminded me of Carrie's arc reminded me of Curb in some ways. Yeah. It was like wacky social mishaps. But you're like uh, when an episode of Curb yeah, that does, was charming. That was good. Yeah. But when an episode of Curb doesn't all come together, you're sort of like, okay, like I, like I see what they were trying to do. I see what they were trying to do. But then when you see other episodes just put weird threads out and they never have any chance of coming together, you're like Maybe cut those. Yeah. Um, and this reminded me of that. Like you, sometimes you get excited to be like, how's this going to come through together or be, be important. And sometimes you're like, it's just not, it's yeah. just like th- weird things. Yeah, I know. Also, I don't know. Weirdly the comeback, another term for refractory orgasm. Yeah. Comes back. Yes. The come goes back into you. This was a totally. reference to his. Yeah. I thought yeah, that's show. when you get semen shot into your urethra. Yeah. Wait, from, a, an, from, from another. Sees, you know, yeah, yeah. You know what I call that? Turkey basted kind of straight back in there. You know what I call that? What's that? Mondays. <laughs> dude, <laughs> that's so funny, dude. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, so he, he, it turns out he has a problem. It's like a tight pelvic, or it's a loose pelvic floor. She, which I do feel like there's a thing that they do in this show. And they, they sneak in like a Jewish food joke. Yeah, yeah Kugels. Kugel. Where he's like, I know what Kugels are. I eat them every. I I eat them every high holiday. I I you, we got to give it to this. Charlotte says she's like I've been doing my Kegels like three sets of ten three times a day. Right. Listen, you know Charlotte from day one. She's gonna keep that pussy tight. I do wish and she, she would have held up a walnut, That's put it in between her genuinely legs, genuinely like cracked it, cracked pulled it out. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Good lord." What is it already Hanukkah now? <laughs> is that my first present? It's genuinely <laughs> like the the most human and most sexy element of this episode was that I think that like that she like does Kegels. Well, not that, not that fact, but like <laughs> the storyline. Yeah, just just like the you know you you yes. you you buy you buy into it that they they're on the same page like everything yes. else uh, yeah, i don't know you know no that's that's why they're it's a continuation of their relationship yeah, rather, yeah. Rather, rather than they like still a love shot. each other yeah, and yeah. they're hey they're at a new crossroads they and gotta figure out together yeah there's like a hot intimacy thing where yeah. they're like still their kids they're are hotter gone. together in this episode than they are in sex in the city yeah, yeah i would believe that yeah totally my by my personal taste <laughs> if you want my opinion dude are you kidding i I want to be 20 years into a marriage with with like going into like basic training for how i can bust on my lovely wife's boobs and she's like i'm i'm going to be your leader i'm going to be your coach through this totally also great. is that really true that like if you're married for that long you're not going to come on your wife's tits with the kids in the house you have to wait till they go to summer camp you can still do it with kids in the house well they don't well apparently. i don't have kids yet but that's why you lock the door but when you do yeah. it like that it's called kids on your spouse <laughs> you bust. yeah yeah dude there we go yeah i mean i think marriage uh, yeah i think i think maybe they're i think it's just i think it's just they're like i think it's I think it's almost a thing like, oh, we could always do this. But now that they're gone, like it just opens up the possibility. Well, this whole episode and probably the whole show is about the ways in which these women still feel young. Yes. But also. Totally. We're aging. You know, yes. like, yeah, yeah. they had to keep Carrie relevant and like because they just put her in a room of not relevant. I mean, that's not the word I'm looking for, I guess. But they just put her in a room with a bunch of fucking 
octogenarians you know yeah. yeah like for for the last 20 minutes she is just like in some apartment with a bunch of 80 and 90 year old women yeah, yeah. just being yeah. like we're we're still here baby yeah yeah well yeah wait so let's finish up with uh okay yeah, charlotte get here. back on track for well, all of your precious he, listeners yeah <laughs> i mean he basically he basically he achieves he achieves orgasm she says it's like fourth of july which means he has another problem there's literally a fire in your urethra <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like fourth of july. you have gonorrhea yeah. <laughs> um, do you think it feels any different when you when you drive bust I mean, he. I guess he didn't know it. He that he that he, he yeah, shot. He that did. He, he didn't know he shot a blank. I guess that's actually kind of cool. I guess if man, I don't know. We don't need to spend the whole time talking about the one male problem. In the yeah. Show, well, which, that's been forty minutes. It's yeah. the only thing we've been able to relate to in the no, past no, no, no. four We're years. About how lovely these all. Well, they also are. talked about. They did say. I thought about this. That so they go do a chat and chew with Anthony, which is when they're all eating lunch. A chat and chew. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So we always call the. Whenever they, because you know, it's, it's like a whole different sense yeah, of the yeah, city. Yeah, when yeah, they course, we always go to chat and chew. But she's coming back at the end of the season, right? Samantha? Samantha. Yeah, Samantha's going to be in it. Oh my gosh. We joked that Samantha was the ducks on the Dawn commercials that we saw earlier. Yeah. Now she's coming back for real. <laughs> um, uh, because when you pay for scripts, streaming service <laughs> right. you still get commercials you yeah you still see version yeah, yeah, of max yeah, yeah. yeah kevin has the kevin, kevin has max with commercials yeah to totally. save two dollars a month <laughs> i had the reverse version i pay for my parents netflix <laughs> <laughs> my parents use my netflix um but uh but uh what were we talking about Ashley? like dude i don't know i just did a freaking octogenarian Carrie, moment. i was like what okay um, we're talking about uh charlotte and and dry bust you were talking about Charlotte and Dry Bust and uh, Carrie and older people. Oh, but um, uh, Charlotte and Harry. Oh, no. Chat and Chew. Oh, yeah, Chat and Chew. Chat and Chew so with Anthony, Chat right? and Chew, though, there's a thing where they're like, well, you know, Anthony, as the one ejaculator, I feel like this is kind of a lost, a, a missed opportunity for Sex and the City. I feel like Samantha would have been like, women can also ejaculate. I feel oh, like it would have been like a squirting conversation. That's so true. Yeah. Dude, that would have been awesome if the end of the episode was him getting Charlotte to squirt and on, she, his, on his tits. Oh, oh man. <laughs> How freaking cool would that have been? That would have been awesome. She's like, and she's just like, he'd just be like, you, baby, you're a super soaker. She's <laughs> like, she's like, you had me going before, but this is another level. I mean, and I, and you know, I do think like we've talked about how Charlotte get such a bad rap for being such a prude and charlotte is like oh she's 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 leading the charge on dude, this she's, one she's freaking freak a leak yeah absolutely she, she's freak leak uh then we have another happy couple which is i'm sorry chris jackson and ltw and basically right. they both have rich shitty parents that are annoying absolutely one of which used to be in star wars and now he's a playwright <laughs> who talks really slow wait he's wait he's a playwright he's r2d2 dude He's he's <laughs> he's he plays C three P. That got me. He's been C three P. Is just a freaking player. What is what is his name in it? His Lando Calrissian. Lando Calrissian. <laughs> you ever heard the story? There's a Donald Glover. So Donald Glover plays young Lando. In yeah. Solo. 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 Yeah. yeah. But Donald Glover. There's like an interview where he said he went out to lunch with Billy D. Williams at Little Dom's. A movie LA. about friendship. A movie. Wait, what's a movie? <laughs> a movie about friendship. So, but um, he uh, 
he went out to lunch with Billy D. Williams to like ask him like how do I play? Little Dom's in L.A. Had little Dom's in L.A. Mm-hmm. He was in Little Dom's in L.A. Right? I did. I did be going there a couple times. Little Dom's in L.A. Classic. <laughs> I sat next right. to. Uh, gosh, I can't remember her name. Lando Calrissian. Oh man, Carrie I can't remember. Fisher. No, Carrie Fisher. Uh, I sat next to. Uh, who was it? Little Dom's is a nice restaurant in uh, Los Feliz. I can't in remember LA. her name, which is a big, big Kirsten bummer Dunst? because I dressed up like her for Halloween a few years ago. All right. Well, we'll cut this. We can just kind of cut this whole sucks. Cut. We can probably cut this whole tangent because this has nothing to do with Sex and the City. But mm-hmm. basically, he said that he kept asking him, "How do I? What do I do?" And he kept asking him for acting theory. And he said, "Billy Williams just kept telling stories over and over." And he said, "Finally, Billy Williams looked at me. He goes, I don't know, man. Just be cool." Dude. And and Billy D. Williams, even in this episode, he he's just in. kind of a chill, slow talking, cool dude. Chill. Yeah, but he has a he's pissed off at his has his son in law the whole time. Yeah. Because he's because, an artist. But, yeah, because he's because he yeah, because he's an artist and he says that Chris Jackson like, is just trying to make money. With just a chip on his shoulder still. I, I don't know. I feel like if you're an artist at that age, you're like I don't know. People yeah. choose other paths well, in life. He's clearly, a, he's clearly a failed playwright. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because he, his theater company is based in Newark. <laughs> True. Also, do you know what's funny? It's it's hilarious to be like in the writer's room. They're just like that. That's where there's like these elements that you're like one, just one more little look over that it's just like and LTWs. Uh, father is an artist and that is where the art came to from her so she's happy and he does not like the money but he's finally satisfied when his son-in-law becomes a candidate for city comptroller yeah. <laughs> it's like why would he all of a sudden just be like wait the one thing I respect as much as art is spreadsheets for the city I know completely. it's like it's it's so fucking it's it's insane. He it's should like, just be a more out of touch artist. Like I feel like when real artists get older, I feel like the more out of touch you are, the kinder you are. That's probably yeah. false, but oh, I want it to be true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe there's there's just I mean, I guess they wanted the what they clearly wanted was like we want the in laws to both have their have their little arguments, and then they they all come to pass together in like a, a way in the end. And also, they're, if they're basing it off of Crystal McCrary, which it said in the paper, right. her husband did run for mayor. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. they probably yeah, LTW in IRL. Her husband ran for for mayor against against uh, this against past this past one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, but it was just sort of funny. It's I mean, pretty huge fucking legend to have on an episode. Him and Victor, Victor Garber. Garber. Victor Garber. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's one thing that is pretty crazy. Okay, you think about this episode, Billy D. Williams, Victor Garber. First of all, not just, not even just principal cast of like already the people in the show. And I mean, you know, I'm sorry, Chris Jackson, working TV actor, yeah. but like someone who has been in other things before. Like you have all these people, and then you also have Candace Bergen. Gloria Steinem. Yeah, Gloria Steinem's in there. Yeah, so they they are swinging for the fences. The budget for this show is very high. You know, it's the most watched show ever on Max. This is. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? The most watched show ever. More power. I mean, that's why they're on for season three, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Which you guys, I mean, you guys got to keep. That means I'll be back for another hot episode. Well, oh, we dude, have in about you? four years. When we do. <laughs> I know exactly. It's when you're like, I think we got to go back and try that again. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta yeah, go exactly. back. We gotta make, we gotta make sure we put some episodes out four months after the show. <laughs> yes, to really tap into the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I there. Uh, I guess the with this episode, my only gripes were with some like writing things. Overall, I think it was I think it was cool, and it's like it's cool like seeing these people come in. You're like, it was pretty dope. Billy well, D. Williams crushed it as the slow talking playwright. What, what do you think the wrap up is with not only with the dinner party scene, but with LTW and Chris Jackson? Because the thing that I like with LTW and Chris Jackson, and it makes sense that she is charlotte's friend is they are the sort of like new york elite flip of charlotte and harry where she's the because charlotte is you know ran an art gallery she's an art collector and she has a documentary that is apparently in tribeca this year her husband is gonna run for comptroller harry is a divorce lawyer like they are basically you know they're just a flip of each other's lives and i think the nice thing about this is them being like, I love us without kids, right? Having espresso martinis. And then they go to their dinner. He forgets to send out the invitations and nobody comes to the dinner. And then she forgot to order the cake. Like they have a thing that I don't think has a ton of steaks. Well, I think it's like kind they're of nice t- together. <laughs> well, also I think it's, I guess it was like you're, you care too much about work. And then the other person is like, you care too much about like, you're you're a silly artist like there's no respect on either side and they are the business art power couple yeah i think it points back to they love each other they're fighting against their in-laws and also they're an art business power couple that are making it work and in that sense it's cool and actually i just thought of this oh god sorry i just thought of this they're the art business power couple that is the solve of the parents not being able to get along the mom was like i had a job and i gave it up to be with your dad and the dad is like, I was an artist, but you're this. And they're like, we are both. And yeah. we're making it work. Yeah. And we're happy to be here. And also, like, we're both bumbling. We can't remember to make appointments. But, yeah. like, we're making it work and we love each other. Now, it's... First of all, listen, the dude didn't hit send I on mean, all this stuff. And then she's like, she made a mistake, too? Yeah, what was her mistake? She her didn't mistake, she buy a cake. She didn't buy a cake. She was supposed to buy a or cake. something like that. Yeah, I mean... The the didn't it send thing was insane. That's that's where they like, could have just had. I they, had, they could have had the same scene ten minutes shorter, with the same payoff, and just take and, and just had like a dinner for seven people instead of thirty seven. I you, mean, you know what I mean. You're not wrong. There are a lot. I'm of, not wrong because I'm right. Or or you have your assistant and be like, you said you would do it. That what if you have an assistant that's just like, you you said you'd take care of it. Be like, I sent you. You said, you know, like there, there's a way that it's like, you didn't send is just like, it's, it's so, it's so first draft. It's not wrong, but it's like, yeah, it's not believable to the point where I'm like, there's such easy fixes to this stuff. Well, there is the, the, like you said in our opening of like decision by committee, like there is kind of a thing where you could see someone saying that. And then you see everyone around a writer's room just being like, I, I, there's so many texts I haven't hit send on. Yeah. And then I go back and I'm like, why didn't the person show up to dinner? I never hit, <laughs> I never hit send. Yeah. You know? I guess I've, I guess I have done that, but like not if you book, 
that the fucking spend whole twentieth yeah. wedding anniversary. You don't do that. Yeah, and like you, room, you, you yeah. get a PDR for like there were supposed to be thirty people there. That that's means, like that means public dining room. That's like private dining room. Private. That means public dining room. <laughs> public dining room means a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they spent probably 25, 30 grand on that private room. You know, like I know those accounts like go up to 40, 50 grand sometimes for like a private dining room in Midtown restaurant. Yeah, totally. Okay. We disagree about many things. We all have different opinions. There's actually one Wait, the three of us? I think think we kind of all agree. I think we all agree on one thing right here. (laughs) This show is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole Ari Parker, LTW. Is she, rocking some grade A breasts. I think Harry. We did remark on that. I think Harry. I gotta be completely frank. <laughs> let me be frank. I As, think Harry wants to, to quote my favorite film of all time. Let me be frank. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the Diary be, of Anne Frank. The, no, let me be frank. Uh, LTW's got got a full on like scoop. Is this dress. is this the worth three guys portion of the podcast? Because the what read guys? The worth three just worth three guys. Oh yeah, the worth three guys podcast. I don't know who's I'd like listen, gay guys and girls love love boobs. And LTW has There's to have no one who doesn't like top it. boobs of all time. Is that in true? this episode? Is that true now that she has top boobs that that everyone likes boobs? Yeah, gay like, guys are gay, always going I know around, gay dudes like, are, they're always honking gr- girls' boobs in high school. They're always doing like the way to you had gay dudes in high school honking girls' boobs. Yes, are you kidding? They're always like, murmur, like oh, I went to high school yo, before you and in the south, and there were no gay dudes just being like, hey, uh-uh. that was not a thing. I I went to high school and college with a lot of gay dudes, and they were always doing that. You had dudes, you had gay dudes in high school honking boobs. I know yeah. it's 2023 now, so it's probably a different thing. What? Yeah, yeah. We had listen now in order to run for president, you got to be gay and honking boobs. <laughs> that's where that's the world we live in now. Yeah, but yeah, g- like gay guys, everyone knows they go up and they're all like handsy with girls. I knew lots of gay guys that are doing that. I, I, I Lyle, believe that. Let, let's just say, and, as, and I wish guys, I was shut a, the fuck up. It's time to bring it back to this show. Lyle sure got handsy with his ex wife. Oh yeah, let's move to let's move to let's <laughs> good move, god let's, let's when she to, was fucking trying. Actually, to, we do need to let's move to the Che Diaz, uh, the Che Diaz Miranda. Go back story. and watch the episode and just take a look at LTW's boobs for a little bit and imagine you're a gay guy honking them at the party. <laughs> Speaking of which, we we're not going to talk about it. We don't have time. But just <laughs> Anthony's great. Honk. Anthony's the best. He would be honking them. Anthony would absolutely <laughs> honk them. He'd be he's the like, type of gay like, guy. Hey, that they, these are mounted they, like the hot fellas bread. They put her in a very intentional dress with a very intentional, you know, chest cut. Yeah. And, and she rocked know. it like a pro. She did, but if you put that if you put Anthony in that scene, there's nothing else that he would be focused on. Yeah, he'd Do be you like, think that yeah, Chris Jackson like, is out of... He'd be like overwhelmed and his ass got like, oh my God. He's like, I sell bread and I haven't seen loaves like that. <laughs> Do you think LTW's out of Chris Jackson's league? Probably no, not. No, because he, he, he makes, makes money, tons of money and she makes documentaries. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, <laughs> a, that's exactly it. In fact, that probably makes her smarter because she's just like, I work in a medium where there's no money. Yeah. I need to get this guy. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's talk about... Quickly, let's talk about Che, Miranda, Lyle, a little bit of Carrie in there, and Brady. Time flies when you're talking about shit. Time, yeah, time flies when you're just BSing. I guess we gotta we gotta we gotta honor gotta the notes. We'll do a long app. It's fine. Um okay. So Everyone is gonna love this episode. Yeah, it's a great episode, actually. It is a very good episode. Thank you. Um 
I just want to thank your listeners for tuning in until this point. Thank you, listeners. For real, thank you. If you're on yeah. a drive to work right now, first of all, you have a very long commute. Listen, we're only doing six more episodes and then it's done. So fucking enjoy. Here's it. the thing. If season three comes out, we're not coming back. No. Never. Uh, we're going to sell our equipment. I don't know what, what we're going to do. Record notes on our iPhones. We've already sold it once. Yeah, exactly. We've already sold the equipment can't, once. Can't, we sell, new mic. can't sell equipment again. <laughs> um, I, already bought three, I already bought three microphones. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, Che. So, Miranda's back sleeping on the couch at her brownstone, which I didn't realize was a thing that, that she was doing. But Back in she's, Brooklyn. She's sleeping on the couch back in Brooklyn. Brady's in his room. Steve's upstairs pounding on a on a speed bag, and um, they're going to family therapy. Meanwhile, Che has with a thirteen year old therapist. Yeah, the therapist is the youngest therapist you've ever seen. Yeah, that therapist. I feel, here's this is the weird thing with the cast. Or do a show. bit where you're like, our therapist so young, and it's like just talk to it. Like they were setting up a bit, and you know then they didn't do you it. Know, you know what you could have done, which would have been even even a weirder, but like still a good bit. Have. Brady flirt with the therapist. I was going to just say, have the therapist be like, sorry for eating this power bar. And he'd be like, why don't all our doctors fucking eat power bars? Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Blend the universe. Blend it. Um, And then just have a thing in the news faintly in the background. That's like, all our doctors are malnourished these days. Yeah. yeah. Tie it together. But um, yeah, their therapist was a very young looking therapist, but. uh, And that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about. Young therapists. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Just anything that's not on topic. Absolutely. Young, young therapist. Hey, Aaron, welcome to this podcast. <laughs> young therapist. <laughs> ever on topic. Um, but uh, Che's living in a apartment in um, Hudson, Hudson Yards. Yards the, 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 the coolest place, neighborhood in, the in coolest, New York City. The coolest, yeah. best, worst neighborhood in New York City. Um, it is awful over there. I there's You, could, to you could cement over that entire neighborhood and drown everyone inside. I wouldn't blink a fucking eye. It's like living in a mall. Yeah. And no, but also... You know what I think it is? This is what it is. Because Succession had a bunch of shit over there. I bet they're like, get people over here to it's film cheap. over here. It's cheap. They, they it's cheap, no empty space. Cheap, empty space to rent for these production companies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So well, that's why- the thing. We don't even know if that was an actual apartment there. Yeah. That was the thing. We don't. The one in Succession actually was. But yeah. But it is just funny that it's like, you guys must have a PR person be like, get the people at Hunting Yards to make it a thing. It's not a thing. Well, this is a weird thing with this show too. Like, Che lives in Hudson Yards. I feel like there is a thing with this show with her where they have to talk about the current New York. Yeah. And they have to be like, well, Che's rich now. So Che lives in Hudson Yards. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to Che like living in. I don't know. Like the East Village where the they can Village? do some fucking sets and do, but like you're or a, like com- you're a stand-up Village comedian. Where- you wouldn't be at Hudson Yards trying to fucking go nowhere. Like I think Hudson Yards makes more sense for this show because it's out of touch than East Village. I feel like if they put Che no, in East Ch- Village, Ch- it, would be even, it would be even more out of place because like no one knew is moving. No, but Ch- everyone, everyone actually in Ch- LA is like going out and doing sets at the comedy store. Okay. Everyone so then you get to New Ch- York and they're on the like, grind. Why are you there? Everyone knows that Che would have That's lived so weird. in the old space for the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City. Yeah. That's where Che would live. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and everybody knows that. Everyone knows so, that. So we can just move on. All of our listeners know that. <laughs> so Che, Carrie and Miranda show up. Che's ex-husband, Lyle, is still there. And uh, Why is he there in the first place? I think he moved Che back. Lyle lives in LA, by the way. Okay, so Lyle, he's just a nice guy? He's Che's ex-husband. I guess he's a nice guy. I think he he just, was part of how... Did Trey... Tra- 
Trey. <laughs> Back to Sex and the City, Trey. Love Trey. Love um, Trey. Did Che transition in the show? No, Che's there. Che's there. Che's not but, trans. But Che's thought, non-binary. His, and listen, this is cool. <laughs> Whatever. No, we, you're, you're totally cool. We, you're can, cool. we, know how, we, know, we know the world of this. But, but wait, so I thought... Her, I thought Lyle's story in the show, in the dialogue, was that she he cut their hair before they transitioned. No, che, che is non-binary. Che is non-binary. Which, che is not which means, trans. Okay, which means well, that Che gonna... got a haircut and goes by new pronouns. Okay, but I I know the difference. I know. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but that's I know, the extent of but... in this world, this character. All that they have done is said, I'm they that, and I have short hair. Those are the only like but, oh, markers of... But I thought he was using feminine pronouns with her towards towards Che in this scene about how, when he was their oh. hairdresser. Am I wrong? I don't uh, remember. I don't if I'm wrong, it. then I'm I'm an asshole. But, no, no, no. no you're not but an if asshole. I'm right, then what... Well, he was he was married to her, and then they became a they, and now he's probably like, I'm still married, and oh, so I let Che, so when che fuck me in the ass too. Yeah, so when che, it's complicated. Yeah, yeah. When che but with all Lyle, those, he has twelve rings on his fingers. Yeah, I think that's the bigger concern is he has a lot of silver and turquoise on his fingers. Interesting, yeah. interesting. But when but when Lyle and Che were married, to the best of what we've learned, Che was she her pronouns, and then Che. Opened up the relationship. Yes, that's my. Che that opened up the relationship about. and said we should explore this. Okay, and then Che became non-binary. That is my understanding. And then it. Be- Me too. That that and, is my. And then Lyle was like Lyle, 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 crocodile, Lyle, <laughs> crocodile. Yeah, he because he's always just like snatching on that because <laughs> he's always munching on. He's puss. always munching on puss. <laughs> um, <laughs> getting a plastic plastic member up his behind yeah you think lyle got pegged he yes, says it in the show i didn't know he said he got pegged. yeah he's oh, like I missed that i'm sorry yeah yeah that's i wasn't i didn't just say lyle gets fucked in the ass for like no reason wouldn't be off brand for <laughs> po- it wouldn't be off brand for no, this podcast, lyle was bro. like lyle was like how long ago were they married because two years when they, no, were they were married for two, four two years. years, but how long ago in the narrative um, of this world? They because don't really say. He just lived in LA, but come, but moved her to. Listen, back, this is all very unrealistic. Lyle would, Lyle's a good looking dude. Lyle's going to be out fucking hooking up with Carrie Bradshaw, not being like. I'm, hey, I'm still hung up hey, on my. Hey, hey, like my my wife, who like. I think Lyle. That's what, that's what like, I was wondering. I didn't know if Che was non-binary when. They were with Lyle. They haven't. I the, felt like his narrative was the fact that he was part of that moment of transition and then yeah. married them. And then. Yeah. I don't know. The, sh- the show hasn't. From, it's got to figure out what it's a a little, goal is with all that. Kind of a little backstory for you. A little backstory for you is the time we met Lyle. Miranda was stuck at the beach in LA. Che said, I'll get someone to come pick you up. Hey, hey, how cool is it when a New York show takes place? The characters to LA. That's always that's always <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, man, we love that. What a what a and then brings back a boyfriend is like what a pitch a to left field and get yeah, let yeah. my wife yeah, let totally. my wife fuck me in the ass. That's yeah. what happens when you move to California. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as far as we know, they were married. And I say that as someone who loves that. I will I'll get pegged pegged in the next two years. Pegged? Pegged, yeah. P A G E by a fan. 
This is a good time to let you guys know if you go on the Patreon, mm-hmm. <laughs> top tier, top tier. Actually, not you even can top peg tier. Yeah, third tier up. Five five dollars a month, you can peg. Yeah, me. Kevin got some one of those light up ones where you, if he's wearing little gym shorts, you see the little like bedazzled <laughs> rear end. Remember how we shining. talked about how Kevin hurt his neck in a wave? No, it was from getting pegged. From getting pegged. Yeah, just call me a while, dude. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, bro. Um, but no, they. Uh, Che and Miranda start hooking up. Lyle wakes up and starts to join the action. And then we said this. We can we 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 can end in a second, but let's cover this real quick. Miranda was like, I don't know if I'm okay with this. And then Miranda said, Which I think I, was the most emotional honest part of the entire show. I agree. Yeah. I episode. think it was the most emotionally honest part of the entire show. And I was honestly I had a lot of respect for Amanda. Ramanda. Ramanda. Reprimanda. If you guys if you guys don't respect me saying I'm not into this, I'm a reprimand. <laughs> reprimand. But then they started they all started going for it. Mm-hmm. And then Miranda gets a Charlie horse. Yeah. Which in my mind Which is also very human and relatable. Yeah. Not that it's ever happened to me because I mean my my joints are completely yeah. hydrated and massaged. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My joints? What the hell am I talking about? My muscles. Your anyway, muscles. That's your not true. You can too. cut that out. Your joints are too. Um, but so then, but then Miranda limps out of the room, and then Shay goes and meets Miranda on the couch, and then the couch is oh messed up, and right. then it's just like ooh they're kind of back together, right? Wait, Shay and Miranda? Yeah, yeah. Shay and Miranda are kind of back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I felt I felt like that. Murray, Murray, what am I saying? We've had two bottles of wine. Murray yeah. Boogie. <laughs> no, <laughs> Miranda's, I felt like Miranda's reaction at like, you know, the last 10 minutes of this episode were so much more in line with her character from the original series. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Which yeah, it, was, yeah. it was, it was nice to kind of see that again. Yeah. I mean, I know that she probably wants to take her character in other directions, but you know, I mean, it's, it, she just seems like she's kind of flailing and floundering, but then her to actually have of like a visceral visceral she said visceral reaction in mm-hmm. the show yeah is, she said that yeah is yeah. like nice because i mean wow. well yeah. it's interesting that you say that because so mm-hmm. much of miranda's excitement towards che seems maybe real to miranda but real as the audience is looking of like miranda flailing not miranda it looks like a person who's having a midlife crisis, not a person who's finding love. Yeah, totally. And that is, and so this feels like the real old Miranda of being like, I'm advocating for myself and the grounded feelings that I have, not just like the flighty, momentary excitements or whatever. Mm. So it did feel like that. And the other things have only felt like Miranda insofar as she is like a lost person that everyone gets lost when they're older in certain ways. So it's felt like Miranda insofar as a lost Miranda, not a grounded Miranda. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. But I think Which that makes people are used to her being the most grounded character. Right. And I think she's felt lost pretty much this entire series. Yeah. I think the thing that rang true about her the most, it rang true humanly of her saying, hold on viscerally, I'm not okay with this. Mm-hmm. But also there's moments in the original series also, how audacious of Che to to then not be with Miranda anymore, and then all of a sudden be with her again, and then 
there's a dude having a three-way like what yeah chase wild chase a wild car yeah. yeah. Anyway, Chase the cool. Joker. Chase we were hoping that Chase the Joker. Chase the Smoker. Chase the midnight, midnight Toker. Toker. We were hoping Chase would get in the first season. We were, would make jokes all the time. We're like, Chase's gonna get me too because Chase yeah. just, dude. Chase just making moves that it's just like, yeah, you're just like, by Bobby Lee. By Bobby Lee, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, this is another one that's just like it's like absolutely. what are you doing? Like, I I don't know how long we're gonna have to suffer with throughout the rest of the season but this is just a re-up for at least another episode which is annoying but it's all good whatever i think we have two more episodes with che and then another che revisit later but cool. i think che and miranda i don't i that's just based off instinct right no the now. show's definitely setting up miranda and steve well i don't know about steve so much but at least miranda for sort of like a a second reevaluation right like yeah, a, yeah. another coming to her senses kind of situation yeah. yeah which i can respect that dude and i can respect that and i can respect that respect is can important. you respect that mr k i can respect it and here's what i want to say only a few episodes left so we gave you a long one with our good friend aaron who is on gossip girl how Season long do you two? normally do these uh this is a long i feel one. like podcasts are like an hour and 40 minutes well this we usually longer. do these no, for no like, this is this is 110 minutes yeah no, we usually, no i'm sorry no this is 70 minutes this is an hour and 10 minutes yeah we yeah, usually do, this we, is a long episode we usually you, is we, this long for you we usually, yeah, we we usually, usually do, do like 45 to 50 oh my gosh well listen thank you guys so much <laughs> Just for listening to do me you the think, whole time. You have no idea who the hell I am and you never will. No, you, think, you, you will you, because, because listen, go watch season two episode, it's not. episode of yeah, Gossip yeah. Girl. What episodes? Eight, um, nine, and ten? Also. No, um, seven, seven, eight, and ten. They, <laughs> seven, eight, and ten. They wanted to kind of do sort of like a breakup and then get back together. And then I think I was going to be in season three, but then I was supposed to. Aaron's then, like, then I got canceled. In episode nine. He didn't memorize his lines and he totally botched it. And then they, and then season three got canceled because of your fuck up in episode That's nine. That's true. Well, yeah. They lost their funding because I forgot my lines. Because you forgot nine. your lines in episode nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but Aaron is uh, a great friend, great actor. Also, very funny on Instagram. You don't, you're just having to have a regular actor on Instagram, but go follow him on Instagram. Oh, what's a regular actor <laughs> yeah, on Instagram? Well, you're a regular person. You're, you're oh, not posting I am it a, all the time. Oh, no, no, no. But if you want to get some Instagram followers, you can like, follow Aaron he's on like Instagram. Yeah. yeah. He basically just like posts about Pepsi and has like, I don't drink it, but I do like the their branding. Yeah. Uh, and also, then, you guys are in a short film together. We short are in a short film Night called together. Night Cafe, which is a good short film directed by one of my best friends, Josh Nowak. And we'll 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 post that on on, on, on the Bradshaw. We boys probably will. We'll repost you on our on our Instagram. I, I feel okay, like we'll get you fine. some of our eighteen thousand followers. Yeah. You guys have eighteen? Eighteen point seven thousand followers. Holy macaroni. And only two hundred of them are satisfied. The rest Not are even. Well, more were satisfied than they unfollowed the account. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh but We'll be back with you next week. We have a bunch more guests before we're done with this season. Thank you very much. This has been a long one and we love you. Thank you so much. I Aaron, love do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> Kevin tried to Kevin tried to end. But no way, dude. No, no way. No, I have no, nothing plug to plug. There's it there's nothing to plug. I, the strikes are going on. The strikes? The actor strike? The strike. What do you think about Trey? <laughs> I love Trey, dude. And I love how he plays tennis so well. In like shirtless too. Dude, he is literally just doing David. Let's just restart this from the top and we'll keep going. Uh, he's just literally just doing David Lynch the whole time. I know. It's the best.
Yeah, that's that's one of the best. Um, We're big Trey heads. Wait, we we gotta be the done. end. No, 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 <laughs> we don't. We okay. Do this for real. Do what? I'm talking to the people, not you. Uh, hit us up for real if you want us to do a full episode only on Trey. <laughs> the Trey Nizans. If you want us to do the Trey Nizans podcast, hit us up. If you want the Trey Nizans, we're there. All we'll, right, we'll do it. Later, taters. Thanks so much. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you guys. I had a good time. And, and this is the first podcast of probably hundreds I will ever do. Maybe thousands. I'm going to do so many podcasts. We'll train no more. Train no more. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Later, taters. Later, traders. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at thebradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.